Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hi. And tonight's episode was... By Any Means Necessary. Okay. Today we had a uh, dock worker dispute strike going on. Not something you would normally see in an episode of Star Trek. No, that was very interesting. As soon as they were like, oh, the dock workers have declared strike. I was like, oh, this is not something, not an issue I would think that we'd have to deal with on Babylon 5. But that's... I really appreciate that in Babylon 5, occasionally we'll get, like, how everything works. Not just, you know, because TV shows always have, like, the upper-level people, because that's just how TV works. But it's neat to see, hey, there's all these other guys working around, too, and they have lives and stuff. Yeah, they all have a role. The one the, Starting into this episode, one uh, potential plot hole I, I saw uh, just a few episodes ago, Ivanova wanted to get off the station because apparently she was really bored. Uh, this time around, it seems like she had enough to do, you which, know. Which is getting stir-crazy. I don't know that she was bored so much she was constantly walking to and fro from her window. Well. And fro and to. I guess that's possible. <laughs> I, I guess that could be. But it just struck me that for some reason now they're very yeah. particularly busy. But This is an episode that I I don't remember liking as much when I was younger. I think I appreciate it more <laughs> Knowing more about government and things like that than I did when I was like a teenager. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can see that. It just it feels very sort of like boring, grown up kind of stuff. Um, oh man, I thought it was exciting. Yeah, uh, no, no, I mean, no, I mean, no, no, it was good. But you're still, <laughs> but you're an adult, see, so it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's see. Let's let's finish this doc talk. So anything? Well, okay, never mind. I said too many things at once. <laughs> you know what I said? I also the other thing I love and about Sinclair. Sinclair always he like comes out with this. Here's how we're going to try to fix this problem. Uh-huh. He's great at that. You know, coming up with the. It's not, it's not always the. It's like the Solomon answer. Well, what what do you guys think though? Was it was it too easy? It's just all of a sudden he had had all the answers. He gave them exactly what they needed. But I, I thought it was too. I don't know. It was it was not difficult enough that everybody was on board with it. You know, there was like right away. Yeah, and there wasn't anyone who was just begrudgingly, you know, falling in line, or there wasn't anyone that they had to convince to, you know. Yeah, I mean, granted, they went from a position of getting nothing that they were wanting to getting at least the very basics of what they needed. And otherwise, this there's no end game for the la- for the workers. Yeah. It was interesting. They did do the little thing where the what's the the dock worker we see all the time? Mario. <laughs> Mario. We'll call him Mario. Um, <laughs> but you know, after they got assaulted and and Garibaldi left, he looked like he kind of regretted this whole fight thing. Yeah. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, "This is not going to work for us." So I do think they again because the TV show we have an hour. I think it was a quick, but I think they kind of tried to as much as you can say, "Hey." The workers don't really want to strike. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, the the way the way the whole system works is it's sort of like a, like an airport. You know, I guess if you think of it that way, and the airport workers probably realize there's a lot of safety concerns in what they do. Mm-hmm. So then they take great responsibility for that. So I can I, I think that makes sense. But after the strike had officially been declared and it was announced over the system that replacement workers were being brought in. Like, how are they going to get that ship into the dock if the dock's full? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. It sounded like they had a few docks still working, apparently, because they like they were just like, we've been waiting three hours. It sounded it sound like they were still oh. doing some sort of process. Apparently, the other some guilds were, were in cooperation except the one. And no, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't, 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, I read something interesting. I go, um, if you are a Babylon 5 geek guy, you can go to um, Lurker's Guide to Babylon 5 episodes, which has all these records, like all these conversations between J. Michael Straczynski and people on the internet back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently this was written by his wife, this episode. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Or he, again, I don't know if it's still his wife or what, but he, and he said he was, he really didn't want her to write for it because he, he hates nepotism. <laughs> but like, so she wanted to an idea and she, he made her go through all kinds of stuff to get pushed through and whatever. But I thought, I think they liked it because it was about a different sort of thing you don't see on most science fiction shows. Mm-hmm. You know, Star Trek, you would never see this on Star Trek. No, no. 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 I mean, these are anyway, but that's a copy of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of doc stuff. How did you enjoy the uh, Jakar Londo? Uh... Uh, I thought they they fight like an old married couple. It's <laughs> like they have all these like premeditated ways of how to just get under each other's skin, and it's it works very well. But <laughs> why is the cap like? Why is there no form of mediation other than go to the commander and tell him all of your problems? <laughs> like, he puts out every single little fire. That's a good question. I mean, I was a little surprised that they were able to just walk on the CNC as easy as they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like, was, it was really funny. It right to the commander. It, it was really funny to see Ivanova chase them out, but I was like, how do they, they don't they have security to just get into the whole command center for well, the entire I, station? I wonder, I mean, honestly, outside of Commander Babylon 5, probably the highest ranking... Aliens are the our three main ambassadors. Right, right. And I mean, they need posters that you find in like high schools and elementary schools about like how to treat other people, <laughs> resolve conflict because they're really yes. just like they turn into five year olds, <laughs> and and everyone's just like only the commander can fix our problem. Well, the problem is given our current political state, I'm not sure that real life is really all uh, that different. Uh, <laughs> You got me there, too. The way government works, I'm just like, man, that hasn't changed at all. No, no. Well, (laughs) obviously, this is science fiction. We'll see. We were progressed at all in 200 years. I kind of doubt it. But, yes, obviously, we've not progressed that much in the, what, 30, 20 years since this came out? Yeah. Yeah. 20 plus, yeah. Uh, what, what was that line of, uh, since we we said that, that, but it's not politically expedient right now. The best (laughs) thing is, like. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you made promises, but it, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't think there was any spoiler stuff for this episode. Anything else that we need to touch on? We've seen all the uh, up to this point. We've seen all the other religious ceremonies of the ambassador. We haven't seen any Narn because back when they did all the religious ceremonies, we didn't see a Narn one. Well, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. So this was yeah. the first introduction, really, into Narn. And again, you, you can tell from this episode that there's obviously different sex on Narn. Which I think is a nice touch, you know, that's a lot of times these sci-fi shows, like, you know, everyone from a planet is kind of the same sort of thing, follows the same sort of beliefs, and it's very, it's very, well, it's very J. Michael, but it's, it also is, you know, realistic. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, Natoth, dad followed one way, her mom, like, whatever, or vice versa, I don't remember, Mm -hmm. but... I, mean, I, I love the Jakar saying, too, like, look, everyone believes in something about himself. Like, that answer's <laughs> too bigger. easy. Yeah, I, I, I like that, too. But. Which is also realistic, because there are some people in real life who would say, well, I just believe in myself. Like, eh, it's not really an answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, super realistic. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right, so nice to see ground level, more building. I was thinking, it was just like two episodes ago, they complained, or no, last episode, they complained that they didn't have enough new Star Fury that all the military stuff was all out of date, too. And now he's taking some of their military budget to go, obviously, Battle 5 is not funded well. Yes. Which I suppose is not actually that surprising. 
Yeah, I mean, they're way out there. They're they're a lot. It probably costs a ton. From, of money. I don't even imagine how much money it costs to run that place. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. But yeah, Babylon Five will continue to but This is not a big spoiler because I mean, obviously, Babylon Five does not have a great relationship with their Earth um, government in general. Yeah, I, I, I got that. Uh, I got that vibe. The last couple episodes, I mean, the what was the last one when the president visited? and Oh, know, yeah, yeah. The guards didn't much like him. So. All right. But that will be this episode. You can stay tuned for more. Next Is next one size important? Yes. That's a very important episode. Mm. <laughs> important uh, episode. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> I'm signing off now. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Till next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And and Brianna too. Yes, she's here too. <laughs> bye bye.